So the CDC updates their numbers and has it to where 6% of the total death that came from COVID-19 was because of COVID-19 and not because of, you know, heart disease, cancer, liver failure, car accidents, whatever else. This is significant because it goes to show the real death rate of the virus is even lower than it is currently with all the infections and all of these te- the positives that are a lot, a lot, and people have proven that there are a lot of false positives, and I'm explain why that is. But even with all these false positives and the death rate being, you know, 0.001, you know, percent death rate about all the people who are infected, now we realize that it's even less deadly that people that can move on in life and can, you know, basically who are healthy can actually realize that this is this this whole thing is a fraud to live in fear the way you have to and to shut down the world economy the way they say that you have to. And so I want to just mention to you guys privately, I'm about to start a Facebook live and so I'll be more sharing on the public sphere there with people who are probably just scrolling on through. So with you guys privately, we understand between you and I that the virus is not just a Chinese virus. This was made in a bioweapons lab. And there are more nu- numerous uh, reports now that have proven that to be the case, that there are viruses, not just COVID-19, but others that are made in labs and they're considered bioweapons. And that this has be- has really fit the narrative for disease X, which is in the Rockefeller's lockstep essay from 2010, which they say themselves that disease X will bring about a world economic shutdown and really a revitalization of what they and their image what they believe the world economy should look like and the way nations should operate so this is what we know between you and i we know the truth about this virus and we understand that this is a weaponized economic attack uh using a real you know bioterrorism essentially to bring all these nations down And so that is what we really understand this to be. So the CDC coming out with these numbers and clarifying the death rate is just another domino that needs to fall in order to get people to realize they were scammed. But of course, many, many people will never admit they were scammed. Just like the Russian collusion with Trump, just like the Ukraine gate with Trump, just like any other ordeal where people buy into it. And never, ever let up. They never admit they were scammed. There has been so many of these throughout the years. Again, you can look at, and this is just you know more uh, leaning into more of the political sphere, but the, uh, what's that guy's name? The one that died, the one that uh, said he got, you know, Juicy Smoulye, right? As Dave Chappelle famously said, Jussie Smollett, right? And all these different fake hate crimes. I mean, we're, we're just... We're all over it. You know, there's just so many different, you know, crimes and things that have occurred that have just caused lots of mayhem and misunderstanding. I mean, how often are people misunderstood? It's absolutely insane. So I'm about to flip on over to my Facebook Live and just want to mention this to you guys. You need to try Act Energy. You guys want to support the podcast. I'm going to leave a link in the in the description below. If you're already a customer of mine in Longevity, then 
you if you haven't tried act energy you definitely need to try it it's called act uh it's got just a bunch bunch of vitamin b6 b12 and a green tea caffeinated extract along with some other extracts that are in there that promote natural energy and i'm telling you i've drank i've drink it every single day it has helped improve the quality of my life the energy flow that i feel every single day is important to me and i know it's important to you and i just want to mention this if you're already drinking energy drinks every day then you are going down an unhealthy path i'm just going to be straight with you that even if you try to get the celsius ones and all these other healthy ones if it's carbonated and if it's just it's most likely crap i'm not saying what you're getting is crap crap but you know most likely it's not good for you and it's not nearly as good as something like act so check it out Um, if you're not a customer you can check out the link in the description in the bio as well and then when you go to checkout Go sign up uh, right now. You can sign up for free. It's become a preferred customer right there in the checkout process and you'll get a discount and then you just make an account real quick and then just like that, you're gonna get discounts every single time you purchase and if you know anything about uh, your own body and your own health and where you're hurting right now, you need to realize that Longevity is an incredible supplement and wellness company that you can trust to get all kinds of health issues resolved. I'm telling you, if you want to learn more about that, you can obviously hit me up, but I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening and of course supporting the podcast. That's also very important. So I'm going to go live on Facebook. Guys, my Facebook live crashed because this a friend of mine just unplugged my Wi-Fi. So I'm going to actually be sort of um, repeating myself a little bit with this Facebook Live. So I'm going to let these guys know that my, my Wi-Fi had crashed. So let me do that first with them. Uh, you might be confused about that, but that's what's going on. I know p- people listening to the podcaster could be confused about it. So let's go ahead and go live in three, two, one. Here we go. Okay, so yep, sorry about that everybody. The Wi-Fi was actually unplugged by one of my roommates, so my my whole Facebook live just pretty much crashed. Uh, as you can as you could have tell, uh, some of the people who are watching now probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway, I was live earlier and now it's 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 back up again and it crashed earlier, so that's why I'm back. So, I I know that um, it's going to be a little bit confusing to some of you, but I'm going to repeat myself because I'm just going to imagine some of you watching right now have not didn't see my previous live video. I'd gone for like maybe four minutes or so, um, but here we go. So here we go with the CDC ordeal. This is very, very significant. The number one thing I want to bring up and all the key points are right here in the description. So if you want to see where I'm, I'm going to follow that, I'm going to give commentary on each one. And I hope that you tune in because you know, you're going to hear my perspective on this. And I've noticed that when I posted it on Facebook on my timeline, you know, I had a mixed reaction. And I know that anytime I post something that deals with current events, people tend to tune in more. People want to have their own opinion. And that's absolutely wonderful. I think that, you know, it's just interesting to see uh, how people will viciously defend uh, this fraud that we know is COVID-19. Now, it's not all a fraud. It's a real virus, of course. It has killed people and it is a problem, but it's not nearly the kind of problem that people have, you know, out, uh, proven it to be, basically. So the first point here is very simple. The CDC is incompetent. So in essence, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but it does matter to the politicians who continue to cite it, being the CDC, as their reason to shut down the e- economy locally. 
now this is important. Also, I'm wearing these uh, blue light glasses, just so you understand. I wear them because it helps with the strain on my eyes. They're very, very convenient and I absolutely love them. Anyway, so, okay. The reason why the CDC thing is important, it doesn't really matter, right? Because people like me and maybe people who are you watching, we don't really care what the CDC says. We've already made our own opinions about this entire thing, and we've been learning about this COVID-19. Hopefully, a lot of us have learned more about it, and we've taken precautions, but now we realize what precautions are necessary and what precautions aren't so necessary. Precautions like taking care of your body and being healthy and you know, really revitalizing your entire you know health regiment is important uh but you know washing your hands consistently wearing a mask and you know hoping for a vaccine is kind of just stupid so not only is the cdc incompetent but so is the allopathic medicine model if we cannot understand that the allopathic medicine model has completely failed us after this coronavirus outbreak then we are complete idiots the allopathic medicine that we know of today where you have this sort of monopoly of information that says what's good and what's bad for health. You know, this is 1910 Rockefeller medicine. This is when we had the collapse of that system that implemented the petrochemicals that built pharmaceutical drugs and made a monopoly of a type of medicine that was only dealing with pharmaceutical drugs as a managing of debilitating diseases. And that's where we are today. So this is a long fight that we've been fighting. And so COVID-19 is very representative of what the Rockefeller essay called Lockstep in 2010 they represented it as disease X and they openly said that disease X would be this wondrous, you know, virus that would shut down the world economy so that they can basically recollect and reinnovate the world economy in their image. So this is just, you know, common sense stuff that if people were to actually study what the elites say openly about their methods or modalities of control, then we would all be on the same page. But I make that first point because it's very important. It doesn't matter what the CDC says to people like you and I because we're common sense people and we understand that we're being lied to regardless. So it, it, it doesn't matter to us, but it does matter to the normies out there who love the CDC and who have been using it to you know bang people across the head with the fact that we should wear masks and do all this insanity to shut down our entire lives for the fear of this virus, right? So it matters to the normal people out there that don't really know what they're talking about. They don't they're they're into sports and they're into different arts and crafts and they're they're passionate about stuff that doesn't really matter in the world anyways and so they're all living in fear. So here's the other thing. The CDC matters because it deals with the politicians. The politicians that are implementing locally on a local level whether it's the, you know, city or state government, the they use the CDC numbers and the CDC guidelines to implement policies that are unconstitutional, of course, and then they implement fines in some cases and shut down businesses in many, many cases to basically say they're slowing the spread. So it's important to these politicians, you know, what the CDC states as their death count and the sort of the mortality rate, I guess you could say, of COVID-19, especially alone. This also helps because we understand that COVID is, now that we know it's, it's not just a 0.001% death count according to the infection numbers versus death numbers, we now know that even in the death column, even in the death column, there are only 
extremely extreme examples of people who do end up dying from the disease uh, who are basically having you know uh, heart disease and cancer and other debilitating diseases and and you know problems with their health that are obviously not the cause of you know coronavirus it's not the opposite way around people need to understand that this entire you know thing with with you know mortality rates is that people are dying of heart disease every single year i think the last number i saw was you know 200 something thousand died you know annually by from heart attacks from or just heart disease in general in one year so you know it's just kind of crazy to think that you know this covid causes the death even when people have heart disease so if, again these people who are just blindly wanting to believe that you know the coronavirus is causing all this death is just really intellectually irresponsible which is my second point so it's kind of like you know oh these they had heart disease but they died of covid and it's like well no how about how about the fact that they had heart disease and they probably died of that heart disease you know people don't realize how just how that how often that happens again the 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 uh, the numbers of how often they would die of their heart disease versus covid clearly is a lot higher so to assume like oh so if they say 6% that doesn't mean uh, it's only 6% that died of covid it's like well yeah dude no but it, at the same time even people with heart disease they're going to die of that heart disease regardless okay so um, in most cases now can the covid be considered the cause of death in that person who happened to have heart disease Sure, but as we can see, the death rate and the mortality rate does not prove that at all when you look at the numbers of infections. See, everyone wants to be a statistician all of a sudden and everyone wants to have their opinion, but they don't realize that there are more numbers that are important. Let me get to those numbers. So we know that many people have died from other causes, but they test the dead bodies, I shit you not, as a part of burial procedure and those positives after someone's already dead Okay, and you think that's a conspiracy, but I'm talking like people who die. There was a case in, uh, uh, I forgot what state, but it was somebody who died in a motorcycle accident. Like, he's dead, but they got him to the hospital, and then, you know, when they announced his death, basically died in this motorcycle accident, they still tested him. Uh, and it's, it's, it's very obvious, okay? If you want to look at it from two angles, it's this way. Why are they testing dead people? Why are people dying of a heart attack at the hospital? They show up, you know, ambulance, whatever, and they died of a heart attack on the table. Why is the hospital testing that person for COVID if they're already dead? Why is that? Two reasons. Number one would be a more practical one, which is the fact that they they are worried that they could spread the virus, right? So, you know, when you have a dead body, you know, obviously you have disease, you have illness, you have, it's, it's a sanitary thing. So they want to test for COVID on the dead body because, you know, they want to make sure, you know, hey, this is a, a biohazard or, you know, obviously a biohazard no matter what. But the point is, is they want to test so that, yeah, you know, the, the spread, it could spread off the dead body. They already died in a motorcycle accident. They already died from stab wounds. They already died in, from heart attack or whatever. But they're going to test to make sure. Okay, here's the second reason. It's more obvious. The federal government came out and said that they will blindly give $13,000 to any hospital or clinic that diagnoses somebody with COVID-19. Okay, listen here. If that ain't a scam, then I don't know what is. Because clearly, if you told me I'm running a hospital, and this is my, um, what is it, my fifth point? I can't remember. Fourth point, right. If I, if I own a hospital 
I'm going to make sure that every single person who walks in that hospital is tested for COVID-19 because you have forced me to no longer serve any other patients in this hospital because of COVID-19. So now we're not seeing our regular patients anymore. What, how do I make my money if I'm the owner of the hospital or owner of the clinic? Well, you better believe that I'm going to start testing everyone for COVID-19. Got all these free kits. I, it's all paid for by the government. And then, and then if I get some positives out of it, even if they have no symptoms and they're not going to die from it, I get 13 grand. I put it in the system. Boom. I send it over to the CDC. Boom. That's an infection. And then they kick back me 13 grand. Have you seen a financial scam larger than that? I mean, that is liquid money, baby. That is a bounty, man. That's a bounty, dude. I'm going to take these bounties and knock them out. See, but people really believe that hospitals and clinics and everyone, you know, you really, you wouldn't do that. You know, you wouldn't go and diagnose everybody for the 13 grand. But that's not to say that people won't. And especially when you force people to close their hospitals and clinics and no longer see other patients and only see COVID patients. You're putting this in their lap. You're, you're literally giving this $13,000 per diagnosis to them on a platter. To say that they're not going to up those numbers by infections just to get the 13 grand is ludicrous. Of course they're going to. So again, just because you wouldn't do that, you're a good person and you're an honest person, you don't think that somebody would actually take the time to do that. So let's go on. Uh, yeah, so $13,000. Uh, yeah, by the way, if, if you use a ventilator on somebody, you get $49,000 to use a ventilator. So if you have somebody, they've got COVID, this is the, the New York hospital especially, they had the uh, undercover nurse. It's so funny that people don't even pay attention to stuff anymore. It's so amazing to me that people just will viciously attack without actually doing any research. But that, that New York nurse who was there during the pandemic at the worst hospital in the country, right? She proved uh, that they were putting people on ventilators that did not need to go on ventilators and that in one particular case that was on the film, they actually killed somebody with the ventilator. She knows it because she was a nurse. She's, she was an, uh, an Iraq war veteran. She's a freaking badass. And so she exposed it and said, listen, they're killing people with these ventilators because they're misdiagnosing these people and they're putting them on the ventilators when they don't need it. Why are they putting people on ventilators when they don't need it? It's a bounty, baby. Come on now. 49 grand, dude. 49 grand. 49 grand? Of course we're going to get all the ventilators. Get all these ventilators. Get everybody on this stuff. So we're witnessing a deliberate scam, okay? And I don't say it as in like the virus doesn't exist. It's a, it's a financial scam. It's, it's unbelievable. It's empowering this medical monopoly and, and it's shutting down all these other small businesses as well. So it's just compounding. So it's endless. I can, I can, I can list off 88 points of why this COVID thing is just, is just horrible for humanity. Not because of the virus itself, but the tyrannical policies, the financial collapse, the world economic collapse, the supply chain collapse. There's so many other points, but let's continue. Number five is this. A survey found that Americans believed over 30 million people had died in the U.S. from COVID, 225 times higher than the actual figure, which currently stands at 183,000. So just think about that. So these people, the lemmings out here, the losers, 
who just consistently think that this thing is really killing a bunch of people. They really think that the, the polls showed that it that the over they say that 30 million died in the US of COVID. It's like, no, dude, that's not even true. But people believe that 30 million people died of COVID because they 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 that's how they rationalize the shutting down of all these businesses and the mask wearing and the fear. So people are rationalizing this idea that people that 30 million people have died from COVID in the country. Not even that many people have died all over the world from COVID-19. So again, this is this this was before the CDC dropped those numbers by the way. So even before the CDC made that adjustment, people didn't pay attention. So the victory of this all these people being triggered and trying to go and defend, well, this doesn't mean this and 180,000 6% blah, 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 oh everybody's dying. It actually just highlights the fact that oh my god only 100 and you know 90,000 or 200,000 people you know died from this thing and we're still shutting down the whole economy for this long it actually woke more people up not just because you know the death rate was deliberately caused by only 6% but that people see that oh my gosh you know only 180,000 people died that's another positive win for people who are trying to wake up others. You understand what I'm saying? So when people see like, oh my gosh, we're, we, we're only this many people died. No one should die. You know, no no one person, right? You know, should die. Uh, but you know, you can't avoid car accident. You can't avoid death. Death is a part of life. And to live in fear and to shut down the entire world based on this is just it's just hysterical. And I'm not, I'm gonna get to another point of death. You want to talk about death? Okay, I'll tell I'll tell you about death in a minute. How many people are dying from this shutdown? So it's good to clear, uh, clearly define the death count so that normal people who are extremely afraid of this virus can find some comfort knowing the real death rate, all things considered. So even if you're, you know, uh, again, the normal person looks at that change, that change of the CDC and the normal person finally who believes the CDC and worships the WHO and the United Nations all of a sudden um, that normal person who looks at the CDC tell them that it's not as deadly as they otherwise presumed, it helps that particular person. Now, I know you and I, like we're not those people, like we're not that afraid of it, right? But for those people who are deathly afraid of it, this is good news for them because they really believe the CDC. They love that stuff. And to, for them, it's a good thing. You know, we want more people to be hey, less afraid and live their lives. Again, even if they got hit by a car, and they again should we shut down driving no of course not we would we live in a free country okay this isn't china you know this isn't any other country this is america so the last point is this is a positive thing overall um but oh well, let me pull that up okay so but it has triggered so many people since the narrative around covid has collapsed now let me tell you another point i didn't even bring up but i brought it up in some of the comments in the threads that was in the uh in the deal over here with the uh with the the other post that i had made before this okay and that simply is this that 265 million people are going to starve to death this year because of the supply chain collapse and the world economic shutdown so while people sit here and virtue signal i want you to all remember this if you're listening i want you to all harp on this if people are banging your head against the wall about how horrible COVID is and how it's killing everybody and how we all need to just be safe and sh keep the, everything shut down and how everyone else is bad that thinks otherwise, just tell them 
that because of this shutdown, 265 million people, nowhere near COVID numbers, like so many times larger than COVID deaths and presumed deaths and all deaths and everything you could ever imagine death-wise, so many others, there are, there, there are much less compared to the 265 million people that are going to starve to death in the third world. So while it's an inconvenience to shut down your salon and they, they, and people who don't even own, I love how like people who don't even own businesses who are not capitalists, who are getting unemployment, they're the ones who are the viciously like shut everything down. It's so harrowing. It's like, it's like, dude, you're the loser with unemployment and you're the guy who's into, you know, liberal arts or whatever. It's like, dude, uh, realize that there are people who actually have lives who literally will die without their money, without their their way of living, and also their passion. See, because entrepreneurs are living passionately with their businesses. And so just to broadly say to shut it all down and it's all just a inconvenience, yeah, it's inconvenience for us, but it's literal death for the third world. So next time anybody brings up this whole idea, you can't even find this in mainstream news either. You have to like look at these economic numbers and stuff to really even discover this. But 265 million people are going to die. So you make sure to tell everyone who tells you that these lockdowns are worth it. You just let them know, are you willing to kill 265 million people? You do care about people, right? Because you know you care so much about COVID death, right? If CNN had the death count of people starving every day and made that a starvation epidemic, I guarantee you people would shift their focus and say, hey, we need to start the economy again. We need to get this going. But of course they don't. And people have no perspective of the real world. They know nothing about the, the world economy. They're so fixated on such small BS that they you know, take all the time to learn about stuff that doesn't really even matter. So that's my message for all of you. Leave a comment, share it with other people. Really, a lot of this stuff is even a response to some of the thread that was there on my previous post. So I really appreciate you guys watching. You guys are awesome. You know, Send this to a family member or friend that really needs to hear this because this is important. These are points that a lot of people aren't even thinking about also or, or, or that we already forgot about. So I think it's important enough to share with other people. So I really appreciate you guys. You guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.